and we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 118, coming at you, uh, doing the show, uh, podcast, but if you, if you got the notification, then we are, will be taking calls. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC, and since we're going to be taking those calls, those numbers for you to dial, if you're aware, are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Uh, it's been a quick minute, MC. What's going on with you? <laughs> Holding. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, no, John I heard a ringing in the background. Is that a call I hear? It's Me- Cosmo Kramer. Hello, Cosmo. All right, Cr- All right Cosmo, I know what's you. Going on? Hello, you've called it's before. Cosmo. Hi, Cosmo. I have. Cosmo, Hello, guys. Co- was was it Cosmo Cromudgeon the last time? Is it? Are is it the same guy? Oh yeah, it was Cromudgeon. No, it's Cromudgeon. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> I, I didn't want you to know my real name. Forgot your pseud- forgot your pseudonym already. A different one for every podcast <laughs> you call Mr. into. Curmudgeon. All right, what's on your mind, Mister Curmudgeon? <laughs> well, I'm worried about the future of cryptocurrency. Oh my goodness! So you must have been and, listening uh, to like the last four shows yeah. we did with MC because that was like the hot topic of discussion. Uh, one of MC's favorite things to talk about. So what is, what is your concern with the future of crypto? I, I'm wondering what has to happen to uh, for it to overtake uh, fiat currency. Um, or will it ever? I, I would say don't worry about that. If it happens, it happens. Um, the important thing about crypto is that it, it provides an alternative uh, to fiat and competition and competition in the marketplace is ultimately what is needed uh if if something is better than fiat sure you know eventually it'll win already we see banks trying to start creating their own cryptos or even even visa is trying to uh get their foot in the door uh with uh allowing people with with cryptocurrencies to use that as a form of payment um so I wouldn't worry about you know whether it, it uh, replaces the U.S. dollar or anything else, but the, the most important thing is it's competing with it. I want to I want to make one clarification too before before we go on too far into this discussion. Um, I, I listen to other like I said uh, I've said before I listen to other tech shows, and I want to make sure that we're clear on what a fiat currency is, because I've heard on a very prominent other tech show um, where they refer to Bitcoin. Uh, as a fiat currency, um, and the reason he called it a fiat currency—well, you say sure, but it's not. It's not really. Um, the reason he called it a fiat currency is because he said it's not backed by anything. And I don't think, in my understanding, that not being backed—what is that noise in the background? Is that you, Cosmo? Yeah, John, your phone. Uh, That's all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Let's see. What can I do to to mitigate that? Uh, I don't know. Is there? Uh, I'm in a restaurant. Oh well, that would that would explain it. Okay, we'll we'll try to power through it then. Um, the the reason he said it was a a, a a fiat currency was because it's not backed by anything. But that that doesn't really define what a fiat currency is. That's like part of what our current fiat currency is in the dollar, where it's not backed by anything. 
but Bitcoin itself is not necessarily a fiat currency um, because it's not being decreed as a currency by anybody, right? That's what fiat means. Fiat means by decree. And Bitcoin is just putting itself out there like any other unbacked currency. I'll, I'll give them credit for that. It's an unbacked currency uh, as far as, you know, being backed by something other than, you know, the, the full faith and credit of Bitcoin users. Uh, so I just want to I want to make that clarification because I, he's got a lot more stroke, in, you know, in the in the podcast radio community. And then it's one of those things where, you know, the, the quote unquote mainstream puts out bad information. Um, and I just want to be oh, yeah. clear. Clear, clear language is a lost art these days. So, yeah, I, I appreciate your, your precise definition of fiat. Um, there, there is still the question of is it money or not? Um, it, like I said, that, that aspect of it doesn't matter to me. It's, it's, it's enabling trade, and that's, that's what's important. That's pretty much um, what money is. What? Sure. All right, then it's money. Um, well, so, I, do, do you think fiat currencies will, and the governments that back them, will see the cryptocurrency as a threat and try to uh, discourage their use? I, I think in the short term, the, the banking system is going to try to co-opt it. Um, like, for example, in Russia, they're trying to make up their own cryptocurrency based off of Ethereum and uh, distribute that. And so I think to be more accurate, it's a, it's a token currency um, in that aspect. Uh, Bitcoin being the original is, is a little bit uh, more honest and transparent with the way it operates. Um, but governments um i I think that they're going to see it as a valuable tool also cosmo uh i noticed that there are and and i'm going to be wrong in what i say here but i know there are are at least 800 cryptocurrencies (laughs) it appears to me as though sure as though uh anyone can uh, start up uh, and, and let's say there are 800, there might be many more than that, but let's assume it's 800 that uh, any group of technologically advanced people with some skills in a computer can make number 801. To that extent, we could make uh, uh, two or 3,000 different cryptocurrencies. There could be no end to it. Right. And uh, some of those, uh, I would think, would undoubtedly end up useless. Right. Okay. I think so, Kanye yes, no? Kanye West's coin right now is probably not going to be worth very much. But I, I would say that um, in, in the future, there could be a cryptocurrency for every single person, and every single person could sell their own uh, their own cryptocurrency, and, and it wouldn't matter because it would be. Uh, integrated seamlessly in, into the economy. Um, so, yeah, the number of cryptocurrencies doesn't really doesn't really matter. Um, what is important is, like I said, is trade and, and competition. Um, so, in, in the short term, of course, it's it's like the 
uh, I don't know, it's like a gold rush right now. So uh, there's a lot of people putting money into things that they shouldn't be, and uh, a lot of people are going to lose uh, their their savings because uh, they're, they're, they're basically just giving their money away. There's, there's these things called ICOs right now, which they do with Ethereum tokens, and people are just dumping money into the strangest things like like this latest one is a gambling cryptocurrency and so if you want their their tokens you you can you can give you can buy ethereum and then you can give this company uh ethereum for in exchange for tokens on their new network and they've raised like 20 million dollars or something already and it's like that's that's a that's a lot of money you know and uh, I don't I don't know if I trust them with that kind of money, uh, so I'm not going to participate. Was it Ethereum um, that just had like the flash crash this past week? Like, it, yeah, so the Ethereum, precipitous drop. The, the flash crash was was due to uh, 800 people had in stop loss orders, and all those basically all those orders got cascaded and and wiped out any support, and that's why it went down like 10 cents. Um, so some people were blaming Coinbase for not having safeguards against that, and I, 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 I kind of I, I don't really care. It doesn't matter because you know what? I don't use stop loss orders. I and and it's it's really bad to see uh, you know inexperienced investors putting in orders uh, for something that's uh, could be super volatile, like like Ethereum or or anything else in crypto. So if you're Playing with margin or you're using stop loss orders, um, you have to realize that other other people's orders can affect yours. So <laughs> if, if a whole bunch of other people have stop loss orders, too, it, it'll just drop it like a rock. I, I have a question about uh, something like Ethereum. Uh, now, uh, Ethereum it, uh, has no cap. Is that correct? Whereas um, like, there are several coins that. And, and and coins can be can be uh, made that have cap, like Bitcoin has a cap, right. and Ethereum doesn't. Is that am I correct in what I'm saying? Yeah, basically. Um, so Bitcoin it plans to keep up on operating based on fees. So there's always going to be miners that are able to get coined because if somebody is trading with Bitcoin, they're going to be generating fees that go back into the network. So that's how that's how Bitcoin operates with the cap. Um, Ethereum. I, no, I actually, would think I, w- I would think you would want it. Wouldn't you want a cap? Doesn't the cap create the value? It makes it more valuable than diamonds, than gold, than, than well, uh, certainly any any it, currency because can, it's capped. You can look at it, but it like uh, like uh, collectors' tokens, or like like something like uh, mm-hmm. like if you're trying to collect something and it would make it more valuable the, the more rare they are and th- that could be true yes. but it could also be true that if uh you know people could lose interest in it because they're simply not going to be mineable by the like stamps and baseball cards so um i would say it's still up in the air on whether or not bitcoin is going to rule them all because it has a cap or if another cryptocurrency that doesn't have a cap is going to be more usable just because it's more uh, uh, 
available. Um, so, yeah, my, my favorite one is, is Monero. It technically doesn't have a cap, but it has a, it has a 1% inflation rate after, after its cap is, is reached. So um, is that going to hurt it? Is 1% a year going to hurt the price of Monero? Uh, I doubt it. Um, I, I really think there's cryptocurrencies that could survive with like a 4% constant increase or five percent and actually that's what that's what dogecoin is it's five percent constant inflation and uh i you know even even though dogecoin was made as a as a joke fucking dogecoin over time it i think i still think it'll go up in value especially compared to the dollar because the dollar is being printed faster than dogecoin right so um, and in a way, you know, um, may, maybe Dogecoin will be become more usable by people just because they're they're more easily. I guess in in the future of cash, like like way in the future, um, it's kind of an analogy of, of mine. You know, U.S. dollars. The reason we use them is because we we don't care about them. We want to get rid of them. We're in a, we want to change it into something that we value more than dollars. Gresham's Even law to the point where. As soon as, as soon as we get the dollars, the first thing we do is put, put it in a bank, uh, one, for safety, but two, to get you know, some minimal, minuscule amount of interest on it. And so it's like trying not to hold on to them as much as possible. And, and Bitcoin operates in the opposite way. Bitcoin operates more like gold, right? So people get gold and they hold on to it. And they don't want to spend it because it's harder to get it again. Uh, so it's, if it's easier to spend the cash, then they spend the cash. So in the future, Dogecoin might be what people carry around with them in their on their phone wallet, right? Your your digital wallet on your phone, and you might leave your Bitcoin, you know, in a in a secure vault or you know however you secure it, um, and only take it out when when you need to buy something really big or something. So these different cryptocurrencies have in the future might have different uses. Um, and, and I, you know, I welcome, the, you know, the more the merrier that, you know, whatever people come up with, uh, competition is good. Are we answering your questions, Cosmo? Like, are, are, are you? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 All right. Uh, what, wh- Hawaii, um, Hawaii, uh, I, I don't know if they... I, I think it was intentional, uh, but uh, uh, the net result of their action was basically to, to uh, make it impossible for Hawaii residents to participate. Right. Now, is that really true? Uh, is there a workaround? You have to be some kind of a bulldog to get in. If you're in Hawaii, and and I speak from experience on this, um, but what they did, and and do you know this that they 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 said to Coinbase, for example, that uh, uh, they wanted them to have the what was it? And I'm going to be mistaken in what I say here, but it it wasn't that they wanted to uh, 
make it illegal to purchase, but they wanted the exchanges to have equal amount of currency for what they sold. And of course, they don't have that. Nobody has that. Banks don't have that. No one has that. Right. So they, they put a standard, an unfair standard out, and the exchanges pulled out of Hawaii, which in effect makes it illegal to buy in Hawaii. Right, and I'm, and, I'm not sure how, how legal it and is do, right do you think now. In, do you think, do you, do you, well, it is, they never made it illegal, but it's a, and I don't know if I'm using the word correctly, a de facto way to do it. Right, they, they just made it impossible for Coinbase to operate here. Right. So, uh, yeah, and which and, is in in, in 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 my opinion, it's a. Uh, uh, it reminds me of Al Capone. You know, they wanted him for, uh, they wanted to put him away. Maybe O.J. Simpson. They wanted to put him away. They couldn't figure out how, so they they couldn't get him. No one, you know, would testify. They couldn't get him for killing people for his, his mob activities, but they got him for tax evasion. So, so they got what they wanted. They got it through uh, a different means. Uh, O.J. Simpson, you know, they, they couldn't prove that uh, uh, that he killed his wife. They had the day in court and didn't go well for the government. So they they got him on breaking into a hotel room, you know, put him away. They found a way to get what they want. My, my worry is the government may see cryptocurrency as a threat because fiat means backed by the government, so the government backs their dollars. They see it as a threat and not make it illegal, but make it too damn hard, hard to operate with it. Am I making this up or yeah? And what? and I guess I would say uh, did know. I articulate did I articulate my fear? For example, Wyoming and Hawaii, we have have a hell of a time here getting in. Yeah, I think that's the other state, Hawaii and Wyoming. <laughs> Yeah, Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming so, uh, is another t- hot tourist destination. Right. Um, so I would say, uh, I guess, br- bring it on. Let them try. Um, there's not much I can do to stop them, and and I hope there isn't much they can do to to, to stop me. So. Um, but, do you think uh, they would? Do you think the government would try? Do you think they would try? They will try. Do you um, think they will try? I don't know. Is that and it can be an oblique attack? It's it pure speculation at this point. In other and words, I think there's there's a couple. There's one bill in 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 office right now uh, in D.C. that uh, the the bill is to make it illegal to hold something of value without declaring it to the government. So if you hold more than ten thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin and you don't sign the government paperwork, then they can seize all your, your bank accounts and all your assets. Okay. So if if that there you if, go. If that passes, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna really suck for you know people that hold Bitcoin. Uh, it's gonna make it really hard for them to integrate into the banking system and and, and do business with it. Um, but uh, like I said, that hasn't, as far as I know, it hasn't passed yet, and I, I don't really know what's gonna happen. So. All right, I'm I'm gonna jump in for a quick minute because this is this is one of those topics that that gets me a little riled up as far as when you discuss what the future of Bitcoin is. And uh, just remember the show you called into, Cosmo. This is the anarchist experience. So when we talk about when, when, when Bitcoin first hit, like, you know, history lesson again, you know, and if I've, if I've covered this too much, too bad. 
uh, call in and tell me to talk about something else, right? When when cryptocurrency and Bitcoin first hit, the the big push for it was what the government can't touch, what the government can't regulate, what you can trade with your anarchist buddies on the underground and in the agora, uh, you know, and get away from Federal Reserve notes, right? It was the anarchist out. Which is why it got so popular so damn quick in the in the anarchist, uh, voluntarist, libertarian community because it was like money for us, right? It was it was a way for us to transact business with each other without federal oversight, without you know the state looking in, and then at some point Bitcoin got like a little too popular and just and, and nudged its way into the mainstream, and garnered way too much attention. And big companies like uh, you know Coinbase and all those uh, and um, Mount Gox to some extent before they went under for a little bit had this big push for wide adoption and like going up to the legislature and going, hey, we're this thing, we want to be recognized. Please pass a bill or pass a law so we know what our official stance within your community and your rules and your regulations are. And then the the real anarchists threw a shit fit, going, what the hell are you guys doing? Right, asking them to pass a law so to, to recognize you and to decide what you are. Right, the whole purpose of you is to get away from that world, to get away from Federal Reserve notes, to get away from central banking, to get away uh, from from the the federal governments and the states being able to see and and pay attention and monitor and track what you do with each other and who you pay and how much you pay them. So when we're having discussions like, oh, you know, will they crack down and will they come after? Who cares? Right, let let them come, let them try, let them shut down Coinbase because there is an infinite other number of ways to acquire Bitcoin besides going through the you know the biggest uh, what I don't even what what you want to call it the biggest uh, facilitator exchange. of Bitcoin a big, a, the biggest exchange available, right? And it's our jobs as anarchists, as freedom loving individuals, to work our way around whatever nonsense regulations they put in place and to trade with each other and to use whatever means we decide to use to trade with each other to keep it out of their eyesight, out of their line of vision, out of their mind, and just to leave us alone, right? Who cares if they regulate it? You know, we're, 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 we're the lawbreakers anyway. That's part of the fun about doing this, right? It's, 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 it's getting away from that world the best we can to separate ourselves from that status mentality where we need permission, we need federal regulation and oversight to conduct business and voluntarily exchange with each other. Now, I know... So, so let, me, let me add some, some good news to that uh, as far as the exchanges go. There's, there's people working on decentralized exchanges, and of course you have things like uh, localbitcoin.com and stuff that's are still operating at the moment. But um, as far as I know, um, there's there's going to be ways to uh, acquire cryptocurrency, and and on top of that, there's uh, besides Bitcoin, there's alternatives to Bitcoin that might even uh, work better uh, than Bitcoin. And uh, as cryptocurrencies and tokens and, and this uh, technology expands into people's lives, uh, it, it might just, you know, it might just be more effective and easier for people to acquire than, uh, than other things. For example, like stocks. Um, people can make their own company and, and sell their own tokens on Ethereum or uh, other ways. Um, so if you don't have to go through the all the state regulation to to do that stuff, uh, 
and, and enough people start doing it, then it'll just become part of the economy that uh, is, you know, growing faster than the government. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And like you said, MC, one of the things I have another article for show prep that if we get to it, we get to it. If not, um, uh, entrepreneurs and, and agorists will always find a way to skirt the law and to find the loophole and to break free from the nonsense regulations. And I don't see how Bitcoin uh, or, or crypto in general, right, with all of its technological advancements in the in forms of money and exchanges and, and transactions, won't be able to find a way to get around whatever BS law is put in front of them. Uh, even if it turns out to be, you know, just local Bitcoin that you buy from a Chinese miner, right, and then trade amongst yourself locally, who cares, right? And uh, what, what the other thing that I was going to say is I know that you, uh, you, you, Cosmo, and UMC, uh, look at this from a different perspective than me um, when 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 thinking about you know the future of Bitcoin because uh, you guys are more as far as I know more investors and taking a stake in it um, and I'm more of uh, from the mindset of what can I use it for uh, you know aside from just making more money so part part of my response to that is is more in lines with how can I use this to trade with other people in the agora, not necessarily how is not necessarily how can I use this as an investment tool uh, with the SEC raining down on everybody. Right, but I, I would say I, I I, that, that that's from, clear. From many different in, ways. It, that's clear in this conversation uh, uh, that that uh, you are coming from a different angle than I am. You're coming from a pure anar anar anarchist viewpoint which makes sense being as that's who you are heart and soul and i'm coming from a pure uh financial gain or loss standpoint which makes sense because that's that's who i am as a as a as a caller in so yes it's very clear we have different viewpoints as to the future and where it's going and point made but I, I i would say it's still both because um if, if you're thinking about uh, something taking over um, or competing with, with fiat that is ruling everybody's life, then, um, yeah, there's, there's tons of profit to be made. And there's the, actually the more profit that is made is, is best because the people holding on to the tokens are, are declaring or, or at least believing it has value enough to hold on to them and then that makes other people want to hold on to them too or or trade them or use them and uh yeah just that's the way value is made is by you know be tra trading for yeah, uh, a higher value uh uh Monero, for example, is it? It's my understanding, and and I, I'm so new, I could be wrong. But Monero was designed to be untraceable, so the government can, for the anarchists out there, a currency like Monero uh, is perfect. They they will yeah. never be able to trace the owners of Monero. Well, yeah, but they could still yeah, pass a law that, that bans uh, Monero. That was in the in the design. Right. They they could still yeah, the, the, the legislature could still write a law. And, you said you don't care about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Right. But we're. we're I, I'm just saying. Right. The the. It's designed to do one thing, which it's effective in doing, 
right? And and but they they could still write a law that says like Monero is banned. No one is allowed to use it, right? And just like every other you know bad law that they pass, there are going to be those people out there that go, oh, I can't use that anymore. It's against the law. Like how how dare I think that I could possibly do that anymore now that it's against the law? And then there are there, there then there are the people like me. They go like, well, fuck you and your law. I'm still going to trade Monero with people that I want to, and because it's designed to be untraceable, uh, there's nothing you can do to stop me, right? Until they do like you know uh, local Monero exchange sting operations to bust people and you know throw a whole bunch of resources into that nonsense. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it wouldn't affect someone like me. But that wouldn't stop them from passing a law. Am I right now they're designating, and this is going to sound strange, you could tell me I'm wrong because I don't know, but the government has decided to designate cryptocurrency as furnishing for the part of taxation. It's not even a currency, it's, it's like furniture. Uh, I don't have an answer. Uh, I'm not following, sorry. I don't know. Well, beyond our scope, Cosmo. That our government, our 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 our, gov- our government, our government basically runs off tax dollars, and if they can't tax, uh, it will close down uh, the healthcare system, the police force, uh, the, the fire departments, the schools. So it's about they, damn time. They run on taxation. Right. <laughs> I, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, Looking not, forward to the you day. I have an argument here. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You don't have an argument from this caller. You don't have an argument. But the government would have an argument because if they see or sense their demise, I would think there would be pushback. Oh, yeah. Guarantee. I mean,. There's there's the the most recent example is like what's going on in Venezuela, um, but it happens every time a government starts to like to fail, right? Then then there's coups and you know military uh, uh, pushback and and all that until you know the the shit really hits the fan and we find out what what everyone's really made of. So are, are you saying you're concerned about the pushback towards crypto as the as the the, the federal government starts I'm, to fail? I'm, I'm concerned how the how the how the put. I don't know what form the pushback will be, and, and, and yes, there's some concern there. I, I'm at I'm at I'm at Zippy. I would say that and you, you should local restaurant for our national listeners. What has to happen? What what has to happen? What has to happen for for me to pay my bill? And it's only what's my bill. I'll tell you here. Give it to us in Bitcoin. Seventeen ninety six. Okay. Yeah. What 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 will have to happen for me to pay my bill in cryptocurrency? Because right now I won't be able to do it. They, they well, don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Number one, and there's no well, mechanism to pay it. But what has to happen for me to pay this Zippy's bill? Talk to the manager about Bitcoin. I would, yeah, I, I would say that's uh, in in the future. Um, and like I said uh, earlier, v- Visa is actually working on a way to automatically uh, deduct funds from your your Bitcoin account and and use their credit card service. So, in the future, uh, it, it's not going to matter which 
currency you use to pay for something, but it will matter which one you hold value in. And so for me, I would have all my money in gold, Bitcoin, and Monero. And if any one of those, you know, dumped and the price went down, you know, then I would just, I would just be out that, that money, whatever. Um, but what I think would happen is that the value of the dollar would crash more and the value of my holdings would, would keep rising uh, in comparison. I want to answer yeah. your question we, directly, we, we Cosmo. We talk as though, as, as, say again. I, I said I want to answer your question directly because the, the question as you posed it, right, was a big concern, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago, which was, okay, we've got this Bitcoin thing. How do we spend it, right? And what it took was uh, a culture and a community and a nation of activists uh, asking the same question you did. If I go into this restaurant, how do I get them to take my Bitcoin? And the answer that everyone came up with was to mutually all go to the places where they spend money and ask to talk to the manager and say like, hey, have you heard of this Bitcoin thing? I would like to use this to pay you, right? And then other comp and other tech services came up with other ways to put in like Bitcoin ATMs and Bitcoin merchant services so that when you talk to these merchants and say, hey, I would like to pay you with Bitcoin, they, and they, their response is, I don't know what that is. How do I? You take the time. You personally, Cosmo, take yeah. the time uh, to explain it to them and to help them set up a merchant account and then, you know, give them a couple dollars in Bitcoin to get them started, right? Here's my 1750 for the meal, and then let me set you up with this merchant account if you have a few minutes. I'll give you, you know, $3 worth of Bitcoin tip uh, for this meal. Right, and if and since you know, for, for those unfamiliar with Zippy's, it's a local restaurant here. It's a chain. Uh, I don't know if it's a. It's, I don't think it's a franchise. But then you would then take that up to the main, you know, the, to make an appointment with the you know chief operating officer uh, at Zippy's corporate, right, and say, hey, I don't think I'm the only one who wants to spend this money, spend money at your uh, uh, at your establishment in Bitcoin, right, and get into the ear of those who make decisions for the organization. And if you and enough people were to do that locally, what you'll find is that next to the, the credit card swipe machine will be a little Bitcoin box where you can pay for your meal uh, in Bitcoin, right? But it, it's, it, from the beginning, it has been grassroots activism talking to local merchants and getting them up and running so that when you go there, you can then spend your crypto there. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a list in front of me of, of you know local merchants in Honolulu and in the Hawaii area that takes Bitcoin, uh, but I'm sure one exists, right? And if if you find that list and you patronize those establishments and say, hey, you know, I'm here because you take Bitcoin and I have Bitcoin to spend, right? That's how the network continues to grow. So if you want it, if you want to be able to pay for your meal at Zippy's in Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency then it is incumbent upon you uh, as, the, as the Bitcoin holder to, you know, gather the troops, right, and, and make a mass push with you and other Bitcoin users and activists uh, to petition that organization to take, the, to take payment in Bitcoin. That's how it spreads. That's how it spread from day one. Yeah, but, I mean, there's other ways, though, like, like I was yep. saying with the integration of the credit processors because a lot of people pay with credit card just because it's convenient right 
And so yeah. the the issue of what what currency will they take, it kind of disappears because it's yeah. it's just an electronic problem. It's not it's not a problem of uh, what people will take. They 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 just want uh, the value, you know, the, the price on the menu. It doesn't it doesn't really matter to them how they get it. Yeah. Um, at the moment. But we've also seen that with e-gold and Liberty Gold and, you know, a whole bunch of other, you know, gold-backed credit cards uh, that have been made available where you, you, you fund the card with gold holdings um, and it automatically right. does the conversion after the fact. Yeah, so I think, you know, that's that's the simplest uh, answer um, is that it doesn't really matter if, if all the vendors in, in the world switch to Bitcoin or not. I think they will eventually... If, if, and this is a big if, if the U.S. dollar kills itself by, you know, by doing what Venezuela is doing, um, that's really the only scenario I see of, of it, you know, flip, flipping uh, to all cryptocurrency. But, um, yeah, I just, I just, I don't think it's necessary at this time that all vendors accept uh, digital currencies because, just because most transactions now are all digital anyway not very yeah. many people use cash except for small uh you know buying food and, and such and and even it's to me it's even crazy you know like taco bell and, and mcdonald's accept credit cards and so you know there's not much reason to use and apple of, pay and android pay right which took right. which took some time to go through that integration process but because those companies have more money backing them, it was easier for them to integrate with bigger merchants than it is for you know smaller cryptos like Bitcoin or, or others. But but now that everything is digital, it doesn't matter what what currency you use to buy things. It just matters what you hold. And so that same thing with the gold cards. You know, if you have that card and it's backed with gold in your account, uh, that that's all that really matters. Is that, is that your value is safe. Uh, against the deterioration from uh, the inflation of, of the U.S. dollar. Cosmo? Uh, taking it all in. The, the very good answers. And my question seems uh, less meaningful the more you talk, the more I think about it. For example, you can uh, Amazon will take this point. So uh, Amazon is... And overstock. Overstock heart. happened before uh, Amazon. Uh, the U.S. economy right now. Yeah. 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 So, uh, 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 in my opinion, I mean, Amazon is, is the biggest retailer in the world. And, uh, so so, here's, so here's the real go. question, though. Is, is Amazon going to be holding Bitcoin or do they just want to use Bitcoin to facilitate a transaction and then immediately tra transfer it back to U.S. dollars? So I, I assume at the moment they're not holding Bitcoin, but they just want everybody's money. So no, no. They, so they'll take converting. your money through Bitcoin, though. You can fund a card with your Bitcoin, in other words, and then buy Amazon products. Right. But, the, but they're not holding on to the Bitcoin after they get them. They're just immediately converting them to U.S. dollars afterwards. So eventually, like, if if Bitcoin, or sorry, if Walmart or, or Sam's Club or, you know, any of these, uh, Amazon or any, any big retailer decides, okay, we're going to hold on to these, and we're we're not going to sell them until we get a twenty price, twenty percent premium over what they got, you know, at at the current value, you know, just waiting for them to go up. Then, 
that that would be a significant change in in uh, behavior, right? And so that would mean if if the big corporations are are holding on to them, trying to get uh, a higher value out of them, then people would start doing the same thing too. Well, I doubt I it would we be will Walmart. See that. That, that would be. Uh, pardon me. I said I doubt it will be Walmart leading that charge. No, but there will be someone. It, it will take long, probably this year, but before Christmas, somebody. Build, I, I would think that would be the the impetus for the next push-up, major push-up. For for example, uh, Fidelity right now, one of the biggest um, an investment firms, uh, you know, for stocks and stuff like that. Um, they're somehow getting involved with, with Bitcoin. And I, I believe they're what they're going to push for eventually is for people to in, invest uh, 401k savings and stuff like that in, into the stock market. So that's, it hasn't happened yet. The Winklevoss twins were trying to work on that. Um, unfortunately, I think it has to be somebody really close to government because uh, it's a government-based system, right? So, uh, uh, you know, so if, if somebody, somebody is powerful enough in government to get those regulations passed, and I think F- Fidelity is big enough to do that, um, then it'll happen. And then, and then I think you'll see another, another explosion in pricing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm Which not really worried about the explosion in price so much. I, I'd more like to see. More, more competition in the market and more, more value created. And that's, that's why I like Monero the best because it has the best use case. It's basically, uh, basically digital cash. And, and, uh, okay, you know, let, if, let me throw this out. From your di- Go ahead. Let me throw this out, MC. You want to you see more competition in this marketplace, but we started off with Cosmo saying that there's 800 cryptocurrencies right now. How much? How much more competition do, does this marketplace need? Like I was saying, you know, everybody could have their own blockchain and they could sell themselves in, the, in that way. Um, but wouldn't that make it worthless if, if, well, if I, I came in with curmudgeon, curmudgeon, curmudgeon coin? No one would take it because I'm the only one that has it. A curmudgeon bit. Sure, sure. <laughs> no it one it, would it depends it. what you're selling it for, though. So you could say, you know, um, I've it got this amount of tokens. I've got Absolutely this amount of tokens. worthless, wouldn't it? Uh, well, sure, sure, at, at the beginning. But as as people it, use them and trade them, uh, I, I guess... Why would, any, why, would you, why would you take... If I gave you a million curmudgeons, why would you... And, and said, I want to I buy your car. MC, you know, I don't know what your car is well, worth. You, Let's just say it's worth ten thousand for a round number. You would, I you would give have you to, a million curmudgeons for it. Why would you take? Why would you take it? You wouldn't take it if I gave you a billion curmudgeons. Okay, well, you would have to establish a, a value on them, and so, so in this well, way, I'll, I'll I, tell you, my million, my each curmudgeon is worth ten dollars. So I'll give you well, a million curmudgeons. So. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe you for that, but. <laughs> The, the way I the way I envision envision it would be that you you would say okay I've I've got you know this many tokens and I'm going to use this to assign a value to uh, for example a value of my time and 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 divide them up uh, accordingly and so you could say one curmudgeon is worth an hour of my time and so 
if you ever want to spend it, you know, I'll, you know, I'll honor that and I will come, you know, do something, you, you know, for you, you know, give you hours worth of service for one of my curmudgeons. So that's an easy way to establish value for, for a token. Now, this is a token. It's so not a time-based currency. currency. So, there's, so it's not a currency at all. It's just, it's just a token that you can exchange and, and you can exchange. It and so if you're a small business and let, let's say you were selling uh, hamburgers, you say, okay, one curmudgeon is, is worth one hamburger. And anybody that comes along with a curmudgeon, you give them a hamburger. And so that, that would immediately establish a value of one curmudgeon equals one hamburger. People might trade them outside of the, your, your business for more or less. Not, not, if every, not if everyone had one. I mean, eight, let, let, let me ask it differently. I don't know how many there are, but let's just for conversation, there are 800 uh, recognized cryptocurrencies today that you can look up and identify. Maybe there are twice as many, who knows. But let's say there are 800. In five years, do you think there'll be more than 800 or less than 800? More than today there, or less than today in there five could be, years? There could be millions. Yeah, I would say more too, because I don't think even the ones that exist today, I don't think they're going anywhere. They might be like abandoned coins at some point, but there's, there's you know, because it's decentralized for the most part, uh, anyone who so still is like it, holding them, it's 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 important to to make a distinction between what what things people call money and what things pe- people call tokens. So it's it's token currency, but not all of it's money because nobody knows what the value is on all of them. So okay, I've um, been sitting on this. Well, what since differentiates the ones that what what differentiates the ones that are going to be worth? money and the ones that will just be tokens let me run through this real quick because i've been sitting on this since the beginning of the show when we first started discussing so here are the top eight qualities of an ideal money material uh from economicsdiscussions.net i'm not going to read the whole thing i'm just going to read the list uh general acceptability portability durability homogeneity divisibility malleability cognizability and stability of value uh, is is what this website has, and this is the top result for Google for you know, uh, qualities of, of money. Uh, those are the top values that uh, any of those cryptos must contain, or will most likely contain, uh, in order to be considered money. And I think number one is probably the most valuable one to have, uh, which is general acceptability. So when you're asking the question, what makes one crypto uh, more like money than the other? Uh, I think you got your answer generally right there, right? It's it's the people using it, the marketplace for the currency itself, where people go like, yes, I will trade you goods and services for this crypto token, right? And then if you get enough people trading goods and services for a crypto token, that crypto token de facto, uh, not by decree, uh, right? Not fiat. Uh, but de facto becomes the the money of exchange or the medium of exchange within that community or group. Yeah. So my initially I was trying to make was that it, it it's a it's it's a broader technology than just currency. It can be used for many things, um, and and not just currency. So uh, either just through the ability to make tokens or make your own company. And sell sell your tokens as if it was stock, or uh, or that's I, I you know things that I now can't even imagine yet people are going to do. 
In other words, in other words, curmudgeons are actually stock in in uh, in my company. It could, could be. If you have a, a thousand curmudgeons, you own a percentage of my company. Could, could be, if that's the way you wanted to set it up. And that already exists. It's it was called BitShare right. at one point, or, or something to that effect. I don't remember the name, but that yeah, bit, that that idea. Overcom- Go ahead. BitShare overcomplicated it, and and they allow you to buy shares on their blockchain. But I'm saying you could just make up a blockchain right now. Yeah, and and so. But, so but at what point? That was the whole point of BitShare, right? Like you 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 create your sh- your BitShare. For your company, and then that's that's how you issue it. You you issue your shares on the blockchain, right? And I know what you're saying, and see, because we've had this discussion before. But the 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 idea of what Cosmos talking about, which is issuing his own token as shares in his company, it already existed. Like it's 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 a it's a multi-year-old concept that has yet to be uh, implemented eff- effectively. However, it did just surpass like a billion dollars a couple weeks ago. So, this market cap, anyway. Right, but I'm talking about like you know the the end users and you know if if I want to buy if I want to buy you know shares in an up and coming company, right? Not not a crypto company, right? Everyone sees these ICOs and it's just like. Oh no! Just another crypto setting. But I'm talking about like a, a company out there that produces real goods or provides real services uh, to to you know voluntary consumers. When they go, hey, we need an influx of cash, right? Rather than an IPO, they do their own ICO. Uh, but it's again backed by you know their ability to produce goods and services. Yeah, or or just lie and sell you know, hot air. Ah, capitalism. <laughs> yes, but it happens a lot. It to to me, this is where the, the one of the crux of our our prior discussions, MC, is to me a lot of those ICOs and a lot of those a lot of the cryptos out there are just that, right? And your response was, "Who cares? As long as you can invest in it and exchange it for a Bitcoin or whatever, it doesn't really matter right now." But I go, I want to see companies who provide real goods and services uh, utilize this technology. Uh, in a similar fashion that they've utilized old old technology, right? A new mechanism to solve the same old the, the age old problem, uh, and just move into that in in that direction. Not a new startup selling hot air and vaporware and, and you know whatever, and just using this technology to to put one over on consumers. Yeah, that's that's what Fluffy Pony was worried about is that. Is that Bitcoin blockchain technology would just become uh, Amway, and uh, you know people that holding are holding Bitcoin are just trying to get other people to buy it from them because there's nothing else to do with it. <laughs> and that's that was my concern as a person who wants to use it to trade goods and services, uh, not necessarily uh, as a as an investment vehicle. Right. Any more concerns or questions, Cosmo? No. Uh, shall I let you gentlemen go? I guess I'll get off the, the show. I, I uh, uh, felt like I was treated uh, well, honorably, and, and I'm grateful for the chance. Okay. Thank you both. I, I, was, I wasn't Thanks kicking you off if you had more to say. I just, I'm just i just throwing it out there. Because like I said, this is not oh, my wheelhouse, no, so this no, I was kind of just chiming in. 
yeah. No, I, I, I don't have, ha- obviously I, uh, uh, don't know enough to, to comment intelligently. I had some interesting questions and, and they were answered brilliantly. And I, I, uh, uh, don't have any, any, any more to add at this moment. All right. Well, thank you for the call then. I hope the food was delicious. Wonderful gentlemen. Thank you for the opportunity. Take care. Bye-bye now. All right. You still there, MC? My iPhone isn't hanging. Yeah, my, my iPhone what? isn't hanging me up very well. It's, it's, uh, cut this guy off. An off button. I'm looking for it. <laughs> All right. You're out of here. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Dump, dump this call. Hang up on him. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh, technology. So wonderful. Uh, what? There, there's no off button on an iPhone? You need, you got to wait for us Android users. <laughs> what? Really? There's not a hang-up button? Uh, you got to, like, you know, if it's on your ear, then the screen's black. So you pull it away from your ear, and you hope that it's still on the phone part. And then there would be, like, an end <laughs> button. or end, You know, end call, right? But sometimes it, it's on a different screen, and then you're like, all right, how do I hang up my phone? You got to hit phone. And then, you know, if you're in a call, then you can hit end call. But yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's not, okay. It's not that difficult. It's just. I have a prepaid Android phone. Cost me $100. Like, that's the, that's, this is like my price point for, for a new phone. It's not that good of an Android phone. Um, but when I want to hang up a call and I'm not on the, on the call screen, the drop down menu has a hang up button. Like, it's just right there. It's like, boop. And then the call's done. Like that's it. So, <laughs> and I was like, you know, the next phone I get now that now that uh, uh, iPhones are available for my prepaid service, I might just get me an iPhone. And now I don't know if it's that fucking difficult to hang up a call. No, it's, it's not. It's not difficult. Okay. <laughs> it's not difficult at all. It works right. like every other phone. <laughs> um, I want to get into one article of show prep here, uh, and then if we have time, we can go further. MC. Um, but it, I, it, I was reminded of it as we were talking about, you know, what's going to happen when the le- legislatures pass laws, you know, banning cryptos and, you know, what are, what are we going to do? Uh, so here's, here's uh, from the shtfplan.com. Uh, gun makers work around California's new assault weapon ban. Uh, so this is, this is, you know, different industry, but same idea where entrepreneurs and innovators uh, find a way around nonsense BS uh, that the government and the state throws at them. So I'm going re- to read through this real quick, MC, just to put it out there. And then if you, if you want to comment uh, on, on this or anything else, we can move on from that. Uh, California's draconian new gun laws will require residents of the Golden State to register their assault weapons with the state which they will have to pay to do, of course, by the end of the year. But thanks to capitalism and the free market, gun makers have already figured out workarounds. Uh, you know, out of the article for a minute here, that's right, uh, the barely law just in place, uh, already workarounds. So, you know, props to those people. Uh, back into the article. One of the new labels, uh, one of the new laws labels assault weapons as any gun that does not have a fixed magazine. Uh, so Franklin Armory owner Jay Jacobson invented the drop-in fixed magazine, or the DFM. Uh, Jacobson had demonstrated his patented new device, which is designed to get around the state's new assault weapons law. 
Uh, the new law clamps down on a previous device known as a bullet button to Californians. The bullet button, which was a workaround for an earlier ban on rifles with detachable and quickly reloadable ammunition magazines. The DFM invention is actually ingenious for those stuck in the Golden State. The magazine is fixed from the bottom, as the law requires, but it can come out the top. Technically legal, because it involves partially disassembling the gun. Uh, it's a workaround that still allows shooters to quickly reload with very little delay. Uh, and if you want to see it in action, there's a video on the article. Uh, basically, if it's not written that you can't do it, it should be good to go. So it's not a loophole. It's just the legislature hasn't covered that yet, said Jacobson. And the good news is that not only the new product on the market, it's the good news is that it's sorry. And the good news is that that is not the only new product on the market for Californians. Sorry, there's like a double that it threw me off as I was reading. CBS News San Francisco said they have found at least six new inventions that work around the new law. Uh, one is the AR Maglock, which allows California AR-15 owners to comply with existing fixed magazine laws, thus avoiding Department of Justice registration. The AR Maglock engages the magazine so it stays fixed, quote-unquote, in the firearm until the action is disassembled, uh, complying with the law and the Department of Justice regulations. Other inventions to get around the registration of your gun are the Patriot Mag Release and the MA Loader and the Bear Flag Defense. These are all designed to allow bullet button gun owners to avoid registering yet still have fast reloading weapons. Many anti-gun hoplop, hoplophobes, hoplophobes, I don't know what that is, uh, reside in Cal California and they're not happy that the private market has found workarounds. But Jacobs said it will always be this way and the market is going to provide. Criminals don't care, so the only people that are affected by this law are law-abiding Californians that are trying to do the right thing. The legislature has tried several times to basically find ways to prevent the AR-15 from entering California. And the reality is that whether Franklin Armory or my peers in the industry, there's always going to be a way to make the firearm legal in California. And they're just grasping at straws, says Jacobson. Uh, the Department of Justice won't say whether any of these devices are legal until after it issues a formal regulations on how to implement the new assault weapons ban. A process that is six months behind schedule because the government is inefficient at everything. They can't seem to even roll out a ban on an item they hate with the mass majority of the state's voters behind them. But the private market is well ahead of these new draconian laws. Uh, end of the article. So there you go, right? What will happen uh, when, when government starts to ban crypto? Uh, people will figure out a way around it to skirt the law, to find the loopholes, to, to, to comply uh, with the law as it is written, not as it is intended, um, just like this uh, assault weapons issue in California. Uh, your thoughts on that, MC? I, I think that about covered it. <laughs> All right. Do, is there anything else you want to get into then? Because I think we're we're pushing the mark uh, as far as the the time goes. Uh, no. All right. That'll do it for us. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. You guys know where to find us: anarchistexperience.com, uh, facebook.com/anarchistexperience. Facebook.com slash groups slash anarchist experience. If you want to join in the discussion uh, for any of the topics or post some show prep of your own for us to talk about. Uh, otherwise, if you want to donate to the show, we do it through Patreon still. Uh, Patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.